Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hello and welcome to the Leveling Up podcast with me, George Swift. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, but above all else, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget, subscribe to this podcast and never miss an episode. And in this episode, we are talking about the falling tower, the crumbling tower. We are talking about how we have to have the destruction of the old in order to make way for the new. The falling tower is a symbol in tarot. If you pull the destruction card, if you pull the crumbling tower card, typically most people's faces will drop. Now, I'm not a gypsy. I don't read crystal balls and I don't read tea leaves. But many years ago, I did go through a phase where I would see and seek spiritual counsel. And this particular lady was heavily into tarot and she would do my tarot readings on a regular basis. And the crumbling tower came up and it was a foreshadowing card, a card that was warning me of what was coming in the future. And I remember resisting that. And I remember thinking at that moment, what a load of rubbish this is. And I don't believe her. And she's a crackpot and et cetera, et cetera. Why? Because I didn't want to hear the news. I didn't want it to be true. I didn't want to go through that. I was attached to what I had. I was attached to my life, even though I knew so many things in it were broken. But I was still heavily attached to my life that I created at that point. And the thought of the concept even of just losing everything was uh, was just terrifying. Anyway, I went back there a number of months later and yes, again, I did get the Falling Tower card again. This time it showed up much earlier in the timeline, which basically meant it was imminent. Once again, I rejected it. I refused it. I was scared of it. Uh, I didn't want it to be true. Therefore, I made it not true in my mind. Lo and behold, I'm going to be honest with you, it did unfold exactly as she said, as the card said, I'm not going to sit here and say that you should all go out and seek wise counsel from people that read tarot cards, but it was accurate. It was true, and I cannot deny that it unfolded exactly as was laid out really clearly in the deck before me. So yes, my life, my world did come crumbling down. I lost, as I saw it, everything. I lost my children at the time. I separated from their mother. I lost my business at the time. I lost my home at the time. I lost everything that I'd worked for until that point. And as a young man, it did feel like I had lost absolutely everything. It felt like everything had come to an end and everything that I'd feared from that first reading, you know, six months before was unfolding right there, right then. And you know what? It was painful. It was uncomfortable. It was terrifying. And you know what? Everything great in my life now came from it. Every single aspect of my life that I love today comes from that very destruction. You see, you have to have destruction in order to have creation. You have to sometimes level off a building in order to create a new building. Sometimes you have to let go of the old so you can make way for the new. But I'm telling you now, it's terrifying. I get it. I've been through it. 
The truth of the matter is, I didn't lose everything. What I lost was all the things that were broken, all the things that weren't working in my life, all the things that were bringing me misery, the people around me misery, all the things that I was still clinging on to for security and safety. However, they were the very things that were creating my pain, my suffering, my misery, my sadness. And then you look back in hindsight, and if you do this right now in your own life, you look back in hindsight, you can see that whenever something was taken away from you, whenever something was let go of, whenever something was destroyed, you can see that something better was created in its place. For many people, for most people, for nearly everyone, one end of a relationship makes way for the beginning of a better relationship. Now, you don't always get the perfect relationship off the back of the destruction of a previous relationship, but it takes you one step further. It severs the ties to a negative relationship that enables you to create space for a positive relationship. Now, whether or not you get the positive relationship straight away or whether that is still to come to you down the line, it still needs to be made way for. You can't move on to your next job until you've let go of or lost the job that came before it. Now, if that's under your control, if you choose to leave a job, if you choose to leave a relationship, it doesn't mean it's not scary. It doesn't mean it's not painful. But obviously, there's a sense that you're in control. But more often than not in life, these things are taken out of our hands. More often than not, the job is taken away from us. Sometimes the relationship is taken away from us. Our security is taken away from us. And therefore, we feel disempowered. We feel powerless. We have the fear We have the pain, we have the suffering, we have the loss. And on top of that, we are disempowered. We feel powerless because it's been taken away from us. It wasn't from our own choosing. However, even in those situations, maybe even especially in those situations, it's all making way for what comes next. It's all making way for something better in your life. And I'm willing to bet that if you look back over your life, if you look at something you've gone through that felt like that at the time, you can see how it had a positive impact on your current present. And if you're going through something right now, I know it can be hard to take this on board. I know it can be hard to fully embrace the possibility and the opportunity that you're stepping into by going through the loss that maybe you're going through right now. But I promise you it's there. And in hindsight, you will look back at this time and you'll realize that this time of destruction, this time of chaos, this time of loss actually was a time of creation. It made way for opportunity. It made way for possibility. It made way for better. It made way for the new. I want to take a few moments and talk to you about Shiva. Shiva is the Hindu god of destruction. And he gets a bit of a bad rap, actually, because uh, he's feared. And for many people, he's misunderstood because fundamentally he is the god of destruction. So he will he will bring things down to rubble. He will take away, he will create loss, and he will destroy. However, he destroys in order to make way for the new. So you cannot build the next house while your current house is still standing. You can renovate the house, you can make the house better. You can improve upon the house. But fundamentally, if the foundations of the house are rotten, if fundamentally the supporting walls of the house are rotten, you're only at best polishing up the dog turd that is the house that you currently live in. You can give yourself the illusion that you are making the house better, more livable. And people do this with their jobs, their careers, their businesses. They do this with their relationships. They tweak them a little bit around the edges to try and make them more comfortable, make them more inhabitable. 
But fundamentally, sometimes at the core of that thing, it's broken, it's rotten. And therefore, before you can truly have the life you want, before you can truly have the house you want, the relationship you want, before you can truly have the business you want, then very often it has to be brought down to rubble so you can rebuild from those foundations up. So the translation of Shiva literally means auspiciousness welfare. A quick Google of the meanings of those two words and you'll find auspiciousness is the favorable quality of strongly indicating a successful result. Advantageousness, favorableness, profitableness, positiveness, positivity, the quality of being encouraging or promising of a successful outcome. Welfare, the health, happiness and fortune of a person or group. So when you put the two words together, auspiciousness, welfare, you have the harbinger of good fortune, the harbinger of good life, the harbinger of success. In other words, in order to create something amazing, you have to often lose something that's rotten, something that's broken. And even though it's broken and rotten, or even though it might not be as bad as that, it might just be something that's not working, we tend to cling on and we tend to latch on and we hold on too tightly. And that the very act of us holding on that tightly means that we're not making way for opportunity. And I'm a big proponent of the philosophy that if you don't act, if you don't correct things that need correcting for yourself, if you don't change the things that need changing, if you don't let go of the things that need to be let go of, if you don't destroy the things that need to be destroyed yourself, then external forces will come in to create the destruction that's needed for you. One of the themes of content that I put out across success groups and my Extreme Growth Masterminds is this one of constantly evaluating and reevaluating your business, your life, yourself. What we're looking for is we're looking for those, those weak links in our armor. We're looking for the things that aren't working for us. We're looking for our vulnerabilities, our business vulnerabilities. We're looking for what makes us unhappy or what isn't fulfilling us. We're looking to the shadows of ourselves, our businesses, our relationships. And we look into these shadows to see the secrets of what isn't working, to look at the foundations of our life, our businesses, our products, our services, our relationships, ourselves, so that we can get in there and we can start to fix these things before they become problematic, before they become the foundations of something where not only do we have to go in and make the changes to those areas, but we have to then bring down often the tower that was built upon those very flaws, weaknesses, vulnerabilities those things that don't make us happy, those things that don't fulfill us, those things that are in our businesses that make it less than what it could be, maybe even potentially that rot us from the inside out, rot our businesses from the inside out, rot our relationships from the inside out. I've recently had a tooth extraction. And the reason I've had a tooth extraction is because fundamentally the tooth was rotten. And fundamentally, I've been patching it up over the past 20 years and I've managed to save this tooth as long as I have. But fundamentally, the tooth was rotten. The tooth was always going to have to come out. The tooth was always going to have to make way for something better. And whilst I held on to that tooth for nearly 20 years when the original dentist said I might only get a couple of years out of it, the truth of the matter is I probably would have been a lot better off if I just had the tooth removed 20 years ago and had the work done then rather than having a tooth that's been problematic over the past decade or two. So I finally had this tooth out, and guess what? It was painful. It was traumatic. It took about an hour and quarter, hour and 20 minutes to get this thing out. It had to come out in multiple pieces. 
At one point, I had two dentists and a nurse all had their hands in my mouth. There was tools in my mouth. I was being pulled from left to right. It was truly traumatic. It really was. I'm not a big fan of the dentist anyway. I'm a fan of your work. I'm just not a big fan of going there to get the work done. And you know what? It was really traumatic. It was exhausting. It was a terrifying place to be. And fundamentally, it was out eventually after removing huge chunks of my jawbone and having to hammer away at this thing for an hour and 20 minutes, it was out. And then guess what? It was bruised, it was bloody, and then the socket dried out. And right now, I'm on two types of antibiotics and painkillers. A week later, this thing still hurts. It's still problematic. But you know what? It's healing. It's healing and it will heal. And then the problem will be over. But to get to the other side of this tooth that's been a problem for so many years, ultimately it had to be removed. It had to be destroyed in order to remove it, to level the foundations so that I could have a healthy set of teeth. But you know what? I hung on to that tooth for nearly 20 years. I hung on for grim death because you don't want to go through the pain, the misery, the suffering, the loss of having it extracted. You don't want to go through the trauma of it. Who would? But because I didn't deal with it sooner, the bottom line was really simple. I had many years where it was problematic and ultimately I've had to go through an even more traumatic experience now in order to remove it than if I'd had it removed right at the beginning. The procedure nearly 20 years ago would have been so much easier than what it was just a week ago. And this is a metaphor for all of us. We all do this in life. We fear destruction. We fear removal. We fear loss. We fear looking into the shadows. We fear daring to see what isn't working for us or daring to see what is broken within us, our businesses, our relationships, our health, with our families. And then what happens is we leave it and we patch over it and then the thing continues to rot away and you patch it up and you try and hold on to it. And inevitably, it has to be removed. Inevitably, it has to be destroyed. Inevitably, it has to be taken away from you, from us, from one, so that we can make way for something so much better. Now, in your life, this might be a job you held on for too long. It may be a health procedure like my own that you put off for too long. It may be a conversation that you should have had and you put off for too long. It may be a relationship that you held on to for too long, a house, a home. It may be a country that you held on for too long. And you held on and you held on and you patched it up and you tried to make it work and you put a brave smile on and maybe even some days you believed you were happy and you believed it was going to work. But deep down, if you'd looked into the basement, if you'd looked at the foundations, if you'd looked into those shadows, you would have seen the truth that you didn't want to see, which is fundamentally this part of your life wasn't working and at some point it would have to go. And maybe you put up with it for months, maybe years, maybe you put up with it for decades. But the bottom line is really simple. I truly believe that if you do not take life into your own hands, then some other external forces will take it into their hands and fundamentally the change will be forced upon us. And it feels disempowering and it feels painful, misery, and it feels like suffering and it feels traumatic and you will get bruised and emotionally you'll be traumatized and there'll be pain and, you know, in the case of my tooth, there'll be blood and there'll be painkillers and antibiotics and in the case of a relationship, there might be divorce proceedings and lawyers and courts and fighting over kids and all these sorts of things. In business, there could be potentially bankruptcies, there could be you know, the loss of clients, the loss of your livelihood. But fundamentally, it will heal. And when it heals, there's space. And where there's space, there's opportunity. And where there's opportunity, there's possibility. 
And when you step into possibility, you realize that anything is possible, that you can create anything. But when your life is so full with something that isn't working for you right now, it's impossible for you to make space to bring in the new. All you can do is patch it up, top it up, polish it off a little bit. So the crumbling tower, the falling tower, whilst it's a foreboding image and one that none of us would truly want, the truth of the matter that many of us need it to happen and many of us have needed this to happen on many occasions throughout our life and we've gone through these already and we realise that so much of what we have today that's positive comes from that very destruction and so will tomorrow's great things, great success will also come from today's destruction. Shiva, auspiciousness, welfare, prosperity, opportunity. He's actually the god of possibility. But before there can be possibility, there needs to be space. And sometimes to create that space, you need destruction. Destruction of the old to make way for the new. Brahma is the god of creation. And together, Brahma and Shiva work together. They work together to create the new, to create prosperity, success, happiness. When you have destruction followed by creativity, that's when your life can take off. But what many of us do is we go through the destruction phase and we dwell in there with our sadness, our depression. We hold on to the loss. We clamber back for the old when what we should be doing is moving into creativity, into creation, designing the next phase, designing what goes in the space that you've now created. And the trauma that we feel in that space, the trauma that we go through in that space can sometimes hold us back from daring to create the new. The loss of one business can make you fearful of creating the next. The loss of one relationship can make you cynical and hold you back and fearful from embracing the next. When we lose everything, we're fearful of ever having anything again. But when we realize that the loss of everything or the loss of anything is the very opportunity that we need in order to have the very things that we want in life, in order to have the very life that we want ourselves, the business, our relationships, our health, our happiness, our houses, our homes, our cars, our lifestyles, when we realize that the very things that we want, the very things that we are seeking, the very things that we desire are born from the loss of what was there before, then we can start to step out of the trauma and the sadness and we can start to step into the excitement and the opportunity and the possibility. And when we step into those energies, then our spirits start to lift, then we become a force for good. And then we can start to redesign ourselves, recreate ourselves, re-engineer our lifestyles, our businesses. And occasionally, we don't go through this alone. Occasionally, we go through this en masse. And right now in the world around us, we can see the energies of Shiva at work. We can see how the very things that we built our houses on, our businesses on, our lives on, we can see how many of those things weren't working. They're not working. And we can see that we want to create something better for the future. We want better for ourselves, our families, our loved ones, our societies, our world. And we start to see that the way we're living our lives right now, the way that we are inhabiting this earth, we start to realize that 
fundamentally many aspects of that are flawed. And we can see the energy of Shiva ripping through the world right now. And it feels like loss and it feels like destruction. And it's painful, it's traumatic and it's fearful. And I'm here to say now, I think it's going to continue for some time. I think there is an absolute calling right now on every single human being on this planet to reassess their lives and reassess their businesses and reassess the world that they live in. And in that reassessment, you're going to see what isn't working. And then we're going to see that there's opportunity and possibility. But then we're also going to have to accept that to step into that possibility, to step into that opportunity, we're going to have to make way for it. And to make way for it, we're going to have to let go of so many of the things that we are holding on so tightly to. And I do believe that if we don't go freely with the changes that are being called upon us as a human race right now, if we don't go freely into that opportunity and possibility, and we don't allow ourselves to release our grip on some of the things we hold on to so tightly, then those things will be snatched away from us. I believe that the destruction, the energy of destruction that is around the planet right now, I believe it's going to come into every single person and I believe it's going to make way for unbelievable opportunity and it's going to do that and it's going to do it as it's always done it through the energy of destruction. So I know that many business owners right now are struggling. I know that many business owners right now are being forced to reevaluate their businesses, their lives, how they deliver those businesses. We are staring down the barrel of this recession. I don't want to keep going on about the recession, but the truth of the matter is it's a recession that so many small business owners don't seem to realize that we're already in because it's been artificially propped up by loans and furlough schemes and investment from the government and banks giving people payment breaks on mortgages and loans, etc. It's an artificial economy right now. And the truth of the economy right now is that actually it's already broken. Right now we are in a depression. We are in a recession right now. But many of us just don't feel it because of the artificial bolstering of the economy right now. The aims of the governments around the world was to try and give us this blip. So instead of going into a full-blown recession, we'd have this blip and then we'd have this bounce back. The truth of the matter is many, many people, it's not me saying this, many people way smarter than me are talking about the economies around the world saying that we are in a global recession, that it's inevitable that we are going into this recession. Many people are going to say that we're not going to truly feel this until maybe September, October, November, and then through the winter. That right now, the sun is out, the weather's up, you know, it's it's warm, it feels positive you know the lockdowns around the world are starting to release and there's a positivity and there's an optimism but the truth of the matter is what many people are saying that fundamentally the economy is already broken what we've done is we've veneered over it we've painted over it we've polished it up but fundamentally it's broken and therefore as I've been talking about for the past 20 minutes the destruction of what has gone before is needed in order to make way for the opportunity of the future. And if we hold on to the past too tightly, if we spend too long harboring back to how things used to be rather than looking forward into how things could be, then we're going to get trapped potentially in that space, the space between the old and the new, the space where we are feeling all of the pain of the the falling tower around us, all of the pain of the destruction, but without any of the excitement and the opportunity of what can follow. So for me, I don't want to be the harbinger of doom, the harbinger of gloom, but fundamentally, I owe it as a service to all small businesses out there to help you to navigate life, business, in order to create the businesses that you want, to create the life that you want, 
And when we're going through the times that we're going through right now and what we've gone through with coronavirus and the various other disturbances that are going around the world and then also this tidal wave tsunami of the economy that's looming down upon us right now, it's going to be too easy to get caught up in the destruction, too easy to get caught up in the losses, to get too easily caught up in the suffering of the destruction of the old. But I want you to understand this, just like in your own lives and my lives and everybody else's lives around the world, when we let go of something that wasn't working, when we let go of something that is broken, it makes way for something more positive. And whether this is a short recession of only months or whether this turns out to be like many, a global recession that will last for years and whether it turns out to be what some people are saying, the transition between an old system and a new system, the transition between what was fundamentally broken and flawed in our economic systems in order to make way for a new economic system, a new way, a new way of doing business, a new way of living, a way where maybe there's more evenly distribution of resources around the world, where it's not about the few leeching off the many. Maybe it's one where the many get to thrive, the many get to be successful. Maybe it's one where someone else's success is not built upon your loss. I've been talking recently a lot about what I'm calling the new entrepreneurial era. You know, the new way of doing business, the new way for us as small business owners to come together collaboratively as an ecosystem, to come together in order to work together, to support each other. One where each business is giving as much as they're taking, not just from their clients, but also from our business communities, but also, you know, from our staff. It's a give and it's a take. It's a symbiotic relationship. And that balance has somewhat been lost in the world. We know we're out of balance. We know we're out of balance with the planet around us. We know that many of us are out of balance even with ourselves. You know, we're trying to make life work for us. Our businesses work for us. But, you know, intrinsically, we feel that what we're trying to do is cobble something together, a life together together. And yet so many of us can see inside ourselves and see that we could be happier, we could have more, we could be more prosperous, not necessarily wealthier, but more prosperous as individuals. And if we all come together and we all become more prosperous individually, we become more prosperous collectively. And when we are collectively more prosperous as a society, as a nation, as a planet, then we are going to be stepping into a new era of what it means to be a human being. And I truly believe as many other people have been speaking in the past, that we are in transitional times. It's possible we'll bounce back. It's possible the economy will bounce back and we'll go back to normal. And I know that feels appealing and to me it also feels appealing. I know that deep down, if I'm really honest with myself, there's a part of me that's terrified of even what I'm talking about right now. There's a part of me that wants to go back to the old game, the old systems, the old processes, the old economy. I want to go back to how things used to be because I spent so many years making my life, my business work for that model. And the thought of a new model coming, a new way of being that means I have to re-engineer myself, my life, my business, you know, all the uncertainties, the unknowns that potentially I'm referring to here in this episode, it terrifies me as much as probably it does you. And therefore, part of me is also holding on to the past and clinging on to what used to be and kind of crossing my fingers and hoping and wishing that we have a bounce back economy and we can go back to exactly how we used to be just, you know, beginning of this fucking year. That's how quickly things are changing. Six months in 
to 2020 and the world is almost unrecognisable. You know, two-thirds of the planet or whatever it's been, half the planet has been in lockdown, walking around wearing face masks, looking at travel restrictions, economic ruin for many people already, many, many people unemployed already. This is before the furlough schemes start to run out. This is before the loans start to run out. This is before the lending ceases to come in. We're definitely going through right now a time of destruction. Will we lose everything? Not at all. Will we have to let go of everything? I don't believe so at all. But I do believe we need to freely be open to the opportunities and the possibilities of what's been created for us with the destruction of the old. And some of that old we are seriously attached to. And therefore, we need to detach ourselves from that so that we can release ourselves from just living in the trauma and living in the fear and living in that destruction rather than what I believe we can move into very quickly is into the energy of creation and creativity. And we can live in the excitement of possibility and opportunity. But we have to release our grip on the old so that we can make way for the new. We have to allow the tower to crumble down. Will you lose everything like I did some 18 years ago? Probably not. But some of you might. Some of you may be going through this already right now. But I'm here to tell you now, what comes after will be better individually and I do believe collectively. I believe that all of our demons will be flushed out of the shadows. All of the flaws and the failings of our life, our businesses, our relationships, I believe they're already being flushed out of the shadows. Just like the extraction of my tooth, it may hurt a little bit. There may be a little bit of trauma associated with it, but it will be good for us individually and collectively. Please, when reflecting on today's episode, don't look at this as doom and gloom. Please do not look at what I've told you and spoken to you about today as, number one, definitely happening, because it might not. Number two, don't look at it as just the ending. Don't look at it as the loss of everything. If you start to experience this in your life, if you started to already experience this in your life or in your business, don't see this as the end of everything. Just see it as the opportunity of the beginning of everything. And if I could give you one gift right now, is to get you to step into the excitement of possibility and opportunity and get you away from the sense of fear, foreboding, loss, the fear of the trauma, and get you into creativity, get you into positivity, get you into opportunity, and get you into possibility. Nice one, guys. Look, I appreciate a bit of a heavy one today. However, I made a promise when I set up this podcast that I would produce the content that I truly believe small, ambitious business owners need to have access to. They need to listen to and hear, to take note of, and then they can do with it what they want to do with it. So they can choose what works for them, what doesn't work for them. They can choose what to implement and what not to implement. It's your life, it's your business, and therefore what you do with it is completely your free will. I'm here just to shed some lights, to hold up a mirror, to reflect on yourself, on your business, on your life as a whole, but also collectively to reflect on business as a whole, entrepreneurism as a whole. Small business, entrepreneurism specifically. If you're a small, ambitious business owner and you haven't yet hit 100,000 in turnover and you want to know what's it going to take to hit 100 grand, then please do get yourself on the six-figure fast track. This 
is a workshop that I've created specifically with you, the five-figure service-based business in mind. Maybe you're doing 20, 30, 40, 50K, 60K. Maybe you're even just starting out in business, but you want to know what's it going to take in order to hit 100K in the next 12 months or less. Well, here's the thing. The rules of success haven't changed. The rules for business growth, they haven't changed and they will not change going into the future. You can find the link for the masterclass webinar at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk forward slash fast track. However, also we do run these workshops live from time to time. So if you want to get yourself onto one of those, again, go to biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk forward slash fast track. See what our next live workshop is. Get yourself booked onto one of those. I'd love to meet you there. Until next time, as always, be successful. Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. 